Well, let's get straight into our municipal watch focus for today. The Dizobota municipality out in Lichtenberg and a number of problems that have been brewing in that on that front for some time. But let's talk about where things are today. So you would have already heard that the employees of the municipality um, did not receive their May salaries as of yesterday, which was the 31st. That was still the case. They had not been paid, but that is not the end of it. There's been a collapse of services um, in that municipality to the extent where they are unable as a municipality to even buy toilet paper. A municipality that can't even buy toilet paper because it cannot afford it. That is the state of affairs. Vincent Dipoko is Samu's provincial secretary in the Northwest. Vincent, good morning to you. Thank you for your time this morning. Morning, Kathy, and uh, morning to the viewers. George Morapedi is the provincial chairperson of the Independent Municipal and Allied Trade Union, Imatu, in the Northwest. George, good morning. Uh, good morning, Kathy, and good morning to your listeners. Benny Musiani is with the Save Ditsobotla movement. Benny, good morning to you. Morning, Kathy, and to your listeners at all. Well, as you may tell, that the guests that we have managed to get onto the show today are, rep- uh, are from the unions in the area and also from civil society in the area. Where is the municipality? Where are the officials? Well, when we got in touch with the municipality, asking them to come onto the show, we were told point blank that they do not have any answers. us. That is what we were told, that none of the officials would be coming on because they don't have any answers. We also reached out to um, COCTA in the province, that is the the local government and traditional affairs department um, in the northwest, and they'd promised to come on, but since then have gone under the radar Nowhere to be found. So let's continue the conversation then. Vincent, you're with Samu in the Northwest. It seems like things are a complete mess, but give us a sense of what the running of this municipality is on a day to day. No, thanks, Kefi. Uh, and uh, we appreciate uh, this engagement. Uh, one is to, to, to say that we are very disappointed. Hello, Vincent. Uh, when when the, 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 the officials of that municipality or the mayor does not want to be part of the solution uh, in that municipality, it's not for the first time, Kathy, that we are engaging on the late payment of salary of that municipality. And now and then, only unions are dealing with these issues. All right, we're obviously having connection issues there with Vincent. Let me go to George. George, you're with Imatu. Perhaps give us a sense from at least Imatu's perspective on where things are with the running of the municipality. 
No, thank you. Thank you very much, Kathy. And uh, basically, as you know, firstly, we must appreciate you giving us this platform, maybe just to be part of the conversation that tries to really uh, improve things. Uh, as our motto says, that we want to <clears throat> ensure that uh, local government is working. Kathy, uh, basically, our assessment is to the problem there is that there is no there is no municipality. Uh, that's one thing that we need to agree. Uh, we are hoping the previous by-election would bring stability in that municipality, but it, think, it seems like things have went from bad to worse. Uh, uh, what we have seen is that the non-payment of salaries of employees on time, what we have seen also there is that uh, the municipalities are able to pay some of its creditors and I, 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 want, I want us to look at the issue of the salaries in this way. Not only the salaries, because if the municipality fails to pay the salaries, it means the municipality will be unable to also pay the benefits of employees, which uh, might create a, a problem for employees, those who are supposed to exit the system, and then those who, uh, if death might occur, then it would create a problem. But also the problem there is that... Uh, there is what I, I normally call a, a triangle that is happening there, where in that triangle, at the top of the triangle, you get business. At the bottom, you get uh, either the majority party, and then on the other side, you have the, the opposition. Now, the issue here is not uh, the concerns of the three people who are part of the triangle. Their only concern is how do we fleece the municipality out of resources. And that's why the municipality is collapsing. Because here, people are not running government to ensure that people receive services. But all in all, our assessment is that you have individuals who are there, either when they differ from their different political parties and the differences that are brought by business people to flee the municipality out of the resources. Then you would find that... Uh, Either there are concessions, money is playing a role there. If there are disagreements, uh, the other one would give the other money for a particular uh, or a particular discussion to go to this direction. And mostly, all the issues are around the issue of business people. That is why this municipality is collapsing. And the other thing is, it's, it's, it's what we term. Uh, Unmarked that has been created by the intervention that is being done by Cocktail. Because every time they bring in municipal managers, then they appoint what one would term facts to protect them. That is why things are not going right in that municipality. Everybody who comes in to do the intervention is not doing intervention either. He would be there for three months, appoint certain people, and then leave. Uh, appoint individuals who are going to protect him. That's why the structure is bloated. Uh, the other thing, that's why the municipality does not have money because their focus is not on service delivery, it's on service providers who are rendering or not even rendering services to that uh, municipality. So that's, that's our take. There is no municipality. We, we had hoped that the recent by-election would bring stability there. But also the other thing that we need to highlight, uh, I, I think COCTA uh, also they are sleeping on duty. Uh, they, they are not doing that community uh, any uh, any uh, any favor because I want to believe that 
uh, if councillors uh, or if council is failing there, they, they need to intervene and bring in people who are really serious to ensure that they bring stability in that municipality. Thank you, Kevin. All right. George, thank you for that very comprehensive roundup, at least in terms of your view. I think you've painted a pretty grim picture, but also a clear picture of where you believe um, some of the fault lines that have resulted in the situation are. I'm going to take a quick, quick break. We're back with Vincent and Benny. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue our focus on the Ditsobotla Municipality for Municipal Watch today. Uh, Vincent Dipoko is Samos Provincial Secretary in the Northwest. Vincent, we we heard what George has to say about the collapse of this municipality. From what we understand, we're now dealing with municipal offices that have been abandoned by employees. Hello, kids. Hi, Vincent. Yeah, sorry for that. I was cut by the load shedding, but uh, thank you very much for this opportunity. Uh, I think one is to, to, to be honest and address this matter as the unions, because we believe that we don't have any municipality called Ditobota local municipality due to issues that arose to that municipality now and then. You will remember that, Katie, around the last year, there was a, an intervention made by the provincial cocta and national cocta in terms of Section 139.1c. And I was telling that that municipality will be better from that uh, uh, intervention. But the results, have, apart from that, we have never seen any good results. Uh, that municipality, the intervention is not holding water. Uh, we don't know what to say because it's, it's, it's disappointing now and then. Workers must struggle to get their own salaries. Workers must struggle to get overtime, standby, and other third parties that must be paid to the third parties. Uh, it's a crisis in that municipality. And we believe that uh, provincial cocktail in the Northwest does not place oversight or support even the provincial treasury to assist municipalities that are not in good standing or are suffering. Uh, and we'll remember that uh, in terms of your audit uh, outcome, most of our municipalities in the province, they have performed badly due to the outcome of the auditors. So, Vincent, what is happening at the municipal buildings on a day-to-day basis? Workers are going to, to work uh, uh, with the bed, uh, the bed and uh, uh, unhealthy conditions because uh, they cannot do anything. What they must do is to go to the municipality, try to do their work, whilst workers are not getting their salaries. I think what is critical is that only the municipalities are, are paying service providers that we don't know uh, their contract or their lease agreement because uh, we can't really, uh, receive equitable share, and uh, in a two-month period, that money is not even there. Uh, but we must check with the national treasury in terms of the modality uh, on the, the payment or the, uh, the process of uh, equitable share in the province. Uh, whether that, uh, that, that uh, payment of equitable share 
is not the, the reason why uh, most of the municipalities are, are being bankrupt or what would what be the modality to either to change that, that, that perception and give municipality a lot of money so that uh, from the equitable say you must use your uh, operational issues, you must deal with salaries, you must deal with service delivery issues. Uh, where we are standing, we believe that money is not sufficient, that money is not uh, good enough to provide to the municipalities. Uh, the national treasury must be engaged either to increase that, uh, that money or something else must be done. Who are these service providers that you say the municipality is paying on a month-to-month services? What services are they rendering? We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't tell you, but we'll remember that even uh, yesterday, there was a court order with other service providers that took the municipality to court in terms of their non-payment. Uh, but we'll remember now and then, everyone when you go to, to this overtake intervention, Either he or she will appoint uh, service providers outside the agreement of uh, uh, the lease agreement or the ones that have been there without being paid. So for now, we don't have the uh, uh, names of that service providers, but we believe and we think that is the element of corruption and mismanagement in that municipality that led to this situation where, where we are today. But to pay for what services, Vincent? That's what I want to understand. When when the tenders go out and the procurement is 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 is, is entered into, or, or or the 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 service level agreements are entered into, what are the services that these companies are meant to be rendering? Jesse, myself and you can agree that we can appoint my company and and do either gravel road or do uh, internal road mm. and be paid without finishing that work and uh, we call it a uh, block, block project but uh, most of the municipality most of the contractors that are working there uh, they are not finishing their work but uh, automatically they have been paid up front mm. or without finishing that work it's, it's not a secret and when we raise those issues we are being kicked by us we are being suspended we are being dismissed dismissed from workplace or, or for raising those critical issues because there are issues that led to the collapse of municipalities. We are not saying uh, service providers must never be appointed, but they must do their work diligently so, so that we can get service delivery uh, at the back of our mind. Mm. George, did Kathy, you want to I... come in there? Yes, Kathy. Kathy, uh, I'm not going to mention names of service providers, but but that's the general practice, like Vincent said, in 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 most municipalities. You go, for example, to Sobota, go to Sobota. Unfortunately, the political leadership that did not want to be part of this conversation. One one thing that we have identified were uh, the element of fleecing or uh, overspending of money. Go and check the legal cost. And I'm not saying only Sobota. The legal cost, uh, how much is the municipality paying? Uh, because we know, we are aware, that's one source of corruption where people are getting kickbacks out of this legal... Uh, uh, you get a situation where the municipality has a, a legal unit, but every time they outsource the services of legal... Even, you, you know, just to interpret a, a certain section uh, legislation that governs the municipality, 
people would go and, and seek legal advice. That's where uh, people are getting money out of that. The, the other thing, uh, what we have observed as, as, as Imatu, the issue of disorder, every time when there is deployment, and I think we have seen that in the news, when there is a deployment either of somebody who's going to be part of the intervention team, you would see securities there. And that's one uh, other area where money is released for municipality. The other thing is this thing of water tankering. Uh, it, and it's not only in this water, in many municipalities. Now, that, that's where uh, uh, what we normally say is a cookie jar, where people create uh, extra income. Those are the simplest way where people are able to uh, take money out of the municipality because they are, either they are getting uh, kickbacks or it's their friends. And when right. Peter Bolshek... George, George, I'm going to pause you there. We're going to continue with this conversation in a moment. It's 10.30 and time for the latest headlines. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue the focus on the Lichtenberg-based Dzobotla municipality for our Municipal Watch feature. Today we're hearing um, at least insight into why the municipality has collapsed. I wouldn't say it is collapsing. It has collapsed. Um, and, and, And I think the representatives that we have on today are helping us understand what is happening there that is leading to the state of affairs. So, George, you talked about legal costs, security, water tankers as being avenues that are used by this municipality. And you you go broader than that and say others to steal money. That is what is happening because these services are not even being provided in some instances. Okay. Yes, Yes, George, Hello? go for it. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm just giving you a picture of, of exactly what is happening. And and you, you have other not only this one. You you would for an example, you would have other service providers who would then be appointed to do your annual financial statements. And all these people, uh, these services that are provided to municipalities, you go and check the legal cost. Those guys, they are not charging municipalities according to the rates that they are supposed to charge. They are overcharging municipalities because somebody who has ensured that they are appointed is benefiting out of that. So that's why I was saying, Katie, earlier that there is a triangle here. Uh, Business people, you have your political leadership, uh, opposition on the other side, either the governing, uh, whatever party that is governing. So... The issue here is people making money. They don't care about uh, services that are provided. Mm. And also the other thing can be that I must make you aware. Uh, also the issue of, uh, you have a problem in the trouble of a bloated uh, organizational structure uh, because of uh, other people who were appointed to protect certain uh, people who were municipal managers or uh, who were uh, political office bearers. That's why you are having that crisis in, in, in the trouble. Uh, so that the bloating of the structure, you, you have a situation where you have two unit managers for, for, for a, a single position that is there on the structure. So how do you then expect that uh, really there would be uh, financial stability in that municipality All when right. you have those things? Yeah. 
George, th- th- thanks for that input. I want to go to Benny Musiani from the Save Ditsobotla movement. Benny, it does yeah, sound it, like Ditsobotla needs a lot of saving. What position are you as the residents of this municipality in? You're definitely right, Katie. I think I think we should remember what the other gentlemen said. From the 15th of November until today, uh, the Tomata administration has been under the stewardship of the COCTA and, and the provincial treasury. So, uh, as in the local, we haven't had have that power in the administration. And what is happening now is the direct failure of the provincial leadership of COCTA and provincial treasury because we expected out of the section 1391C and from there, there were different acting municipal managers and CFOs that were brought in that were supposed to to better the, the, the situation in the municipality. That it, it looks like the intervention that was done, it just brought us from bad to worse. It hasn't helped the municipality. But I'm not surprised. If, if you check throughout the province, there is not a single municipality without a clean audit. What can we accept, expect from the province that cannot provide that assistance to all the municipalities in the province? Maybe in future we have to look to national because there is no capacity in the province. If there was capacity in the province to assist municipalities, you could see the results in municipalities, one or two or three across the province, getting a clean audits. But that's not happening. But we keep getting people from the province to mm. come and assist. And that's not happening. For for now, 88.7 or so million of uh, MIG grant was returned. And we are expecting uh, by the end of this month, between 10 and 20 of the municipal infrastructural grants to be forfeited. And that's money meant for service delivery. And that's under the watchful eye of the province. But I'm not surprised. Because the province also, is on its own, is retaining money. And that's, that's, that's filtering out the municipalities. So we cannot expect the province to assist this municipality, if Benny? we are realistic. B- Benny? Yes. When the province took over as part of this intervention, Cocta and and um, you, you know you mentioned the, um, the, the 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 placing of 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 the municipality and administration, that of course um, was at a time where they were still able to pay salaries. For example, why do you think it is that today? that the situation has deteriorated and that it hasn't gotten better? You know, you know in this Obotla, the payment of salaries don't have to rely on the equitable share. This Obotla is a rich municipality. But there is, a, there is a common problem here, which is an underlying problem, of the financial system that is being used here that cannot build residence or businesses properly. So the collection of revenue can't be done. The other day there was there was a bill for Department of Health of around 13 million, and when the officials went to sit around the table, the the, the amount was down to 1.6 million. It just shows you, but no one in the province is saying anything, because allegations are the province is part of the of the billing system, the finance system. 
even employees, IRP5, it's a mess. This system is the one that is making the job water go down. The job water has enough resources to run its own without equitable trade. Benny, are you saying that this municipality is deliberately being destroyed so that... Yes, Katie. That it's been deliberate, it's deliberately being destroyed so that those who are benefiting from this chaos can continue to, to benefit. Because the issue of billing is simple. Municipalities rely on revenue that they collect from their residents. So if the billing system has completely broken down and there's no attempt to solve it, then that means that there are no plans to actually make additional revenue. That's, that's correct, Kathy. You can't solve uh, the problems of digital water, of salaries, non-payment and everything without getting rid of the current billing system. It's our main problem. You can bring people from national and from wherever, but unless this current billing system is there, there won't be money there. Let's talk about the outcome of the by-election that was held last year. You now have a coalition government in the Dzobotla municipality. Why has that not made a difference? I, I think the coalition government has not been given a chance to lead. Because since inception, from day one, Kokta tried to impose an acting MM on the council from day one. That is why there was this resignation and retaining of the mayor and so on. And until today, the leaders in administration are seconded from the province. And like I'm saying, if this province has so much capacity to can send people to us, why, why is there no single municipality in the province under their leadership that has got a clean audit? And hence I'm saying there is no capacity. Let them show us one or two municipalities with an audit. Like the Western Cape and at least other provinces you've got three or four. But Northwest is dead. Yeah. When we when we look for intervention, we should not look further than the uh, at the province. We should look national. All right. Maybe we can get somewhere. But mm. province. This province is the same province that retained retained money meant for service delivery. There are no houses in Bladeville. There are no houses in Colini, Scotland. All right, Penny. I'm going to ask you to pause it there. Uh, look, it, it is absolutely incredulous, uh, the state that this municipality is in. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We're leading the conversation on SAFM, and I'm taking your calls on 86 we're focusing on the Ditsobotla municipality. We've heard from the unions and also the representative. Um, this is on the from civil society, the Save Ditsobotla movement, Beni Musiani, on the state of affairs in that um, municipality. And yeah, here's what I don't understand. How is the municipality paying service providers for services that they are not rendering. But by the sounds of it, you have multiple contracts on the go for the same service 
And our guests this morning are saying that that is why this municipality has the cash crunch that it does. But it is also why there is very little in terms of service delivery that is taking place right now. I want to go to the phone lines. Vuyisile, you're calling us from Dizobotla. Good morning to you. Good morning to you and the viewers. Yes. Yes. Okay. Morning, Kathy. Yes, Vuyisile, you can tell us your story. What is, what's your, <coughs> what is your take in terms of what's happening in your area? <laughs> yes, Dizobotla is just a discouraging municipality run by the provincial government uh, under the leadership of Memalehoko. Uh, Memalehoko was seconded from the depa- provincial department to come and assist the municipality. So on the, in the 2nd of May, he, she wrote a letter to the employees uh, to say, we are not going to get uh, our salaries on the month end of May. So uh, we asked ourselves the question, why on the 22nd? Of May, from the first of May, she was not aware that uh, will she's, she's going to have a problem with paying salaries of the employees. So, uh, as a union, we felt that uh, it's an indication uh, that the provincial department is not taking us seriously. They say they are sending specialists to come and assist the municipality from this crisis that they are we are encountering. Uh, it is unfortunate that. Uh, Along the way, we, we saw the municipality vehicles being auctioned, uh, everything being attached, uh, their repossession that is taking place, the computers of the municipality. So we said, but no, the, we, we, we said previously that the provincial government, because they've got business interest in the municipality, you, mm. you, your, your financial system that is being the municipality, the province. Of, or the, the province, I won't say specifically which NEC, they have got business interest there. Now, they are paying only service providers when there is money. They sent a lady on the on June, on December month. Equita Rocha was paid 50 million. It paid only service providers. So, we don't have tools of trade. Workers don't have tools of trade. No PPE. Nothing. No toilet papers. No hand love. So you ask yourself, which interest are they, they are saving to the, when they are brought to the municipality? So, for you, say, did, did you say that some of the assets of the municipalities of the municipality had been attached and that they were being auctioned off? Yeah, yesterday, yesterday the vehicles were auctioned. Yes. What uh, vehicles were these? Uh, the bikes, the, the service delivery vehicles. Your bike is from water waterworks, and those for the plumbers, yeah, the artisans. They were auctioned yesterday. They were bought thirty-six thousand. There are bikes that are thirty-six thousand. There are twenty-five thousand. They were bought yesterday, yeah, because there was an order that says uh, those things can be attached. So, what is the discretion that discretion that letter? They are saying we are going to we must wait until further notice. Then we will receive our salaries. So. She didn't explain to us the Fed are not as part of it when we will get our when the employees will get their salaries. So Fed are not to to my interpretation will be a December month or November month we'll get salaries on the November month. What about the bank charges? What about the repossessions that will take place? Because we are owning houses, 
we receive letters that uh, be aware that you are in areas. So, because uh, Ms. Mamore Nagehoku, she received her salary, her salary on the, from the provincial department. She doesn't care about us. She's not had that audacity or decency to talk to the union and say, unions, look, I do have a problem here. I won't be able to pay this. I can pay this. So she's, she's in the provincial office where she's, 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 in, she's in employed. So now we are on our own. We don't know when we'll, we'll receive our salary. So, so for you, Sile, what, what, what do you do then? On, on a day-to-day basis, today's the 1st of June. You now obviously know that you have not been paid for the month of May. How do you approach this month and your work going forward? It's really tough, Ms. Uh, what we did today, uh, we, 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 say, we called all workers to say, no, let's, let's meet because one of, of my, my comrades passed away on the 30th. Uh, the pension fund is not being paid, so we must donate for for for, the, for that for Mr. Uh, for that for that comrade that he passed away on the dead year. So there is absolutely nothing. The pension fund says we are not going to to pay you to bury that particular that comrade. So we are on that situation now, whereby one of our comrades from of Samu member has passed away. Uh, the pension fund are not being paid. We must donate. So you call workers today to say. Comrades, please, now this situation is worse. So how are we going to go going forward? Because there is absolutely nothing to work with now. We are coming there to work and look at each other. So, 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 so you as workers go to the office and do what when you arrive there? <laughs> now we are, it's the frustration, we are frustrated. So we don't know what to do now because we, the, the so-called municipal manager, she's never in the offices. She don't have the decency to call us to say, uh, I anticipate this problem, I do have this problem. She's, we don't know where, where she is. Instead, yesterday, she called the police. She said, uh, we are intending to, to burn the, the, the tires in front of the municipality. And so she's so stupid. Instead of calling us to say, uh, I'm, I'm having a problem uh, with the service delivery issues then. So I can't tell you, I can't, honestly, I, can't, I don't have ways to express. Yeah. Because we are so yeah, all workers now we don't know where to where to. You see, so Voicele, it's it's enraging just just listening to you uh, describe the situation. I'm, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you to pause it there because I do have a couple of other employees that want to put in there. But very quickly, Vincent. I mean, Voicele, sorry. Okay. Yeah, you wanted to say something, so I'm saying say yes, it very quickly. I, I, yeah, I, I was saying, and uh, mind you, under. Uh, mandatory intervention. So the MEC of finance, she's already intervened there. She sent the experts. So we are asking ourselves, what is the role of the experts that they are doing there? Yeah, you have experts upon experts. Yeah, experts upon experts, but things are being taken. We are not taking in front of them. So because because only they must pay the service, that that service of of the the service 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 provider. that, That service provider. All right, Vuisile, let's leave it there with you. Mike Eba, you're calling us also from the Ditsobotla municipality. Good morning. Morning, Kepi, and the viewers at home, mm. and the listeners at home. Yes, yes uh, Mike Yes, man. Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? can hear you loud and clear. You can go for it. 
Yes, the situation that is currently confronting us as workers, local, local municipality, is very discouraging. And nobody from senior management comes here to at least say something in addressing workers on how are we going to get our salaries. They, all of them, they are nowhere to be found. Uh, it shows the irresponsibility of senior management that is sent by the provincial department. Uh, workers, they, they, they thought we, are, we will strike, but at least as workers, we want to hear from them on how are we going to pay us, because even the problems in the municipalities, they are just being sugar-coated. They, 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 they tell lies about the workers that, that about the problems that confront the municipality and trade union try to engage them they are closing doors all doors are shut the only thing that they know is to try to discipline workers to dismiss them mm. suspend them that's what they know how long can you as workers take this for Mageba? How, how long how long can you take this situation for the silence, the lack of accountability, the lack of communication, lack of clarity about when you'll be paid. Look, ma'am, we have been uh, advertised as the municipal, as rowdy workers, characterized as anarchists, and we have said to management, we want to st- we want to be part in trying to bring about stability in the municipality. So. Hence, we are not striking. We want them to, to to talk to us on how they're going to resolve issues, more so of salaries. We, workers are just coming to work, trying to work, but the morale is down. No salary. But obviously, the patients will run out along the way because the senior management don't want to take the responsibility. They don't want to take charge. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't want to come and speak to us, perhaps explain something and tell us on which date, commit, on which date are they going to pay us. All of them, they've ran away. They know they are nowhere to be found. Sure. The only thing they do, they only send the cops all over as if we are a bunch of criminals or lunatics or something. All so right. the situation here... Mm-hmm. The peace that you say in the municipality that you are trying to to bring is being disrupted by the senior management that is sent by the provincial government. Makeba, we're going to pause. We're going to leave it there with you for this morning. Let me take Tsepo. Tsepo, you're also a worker in that municipality. Yes, ma'am. Yes, Tsepo. Can, can, can you hear me? Loud and clear, Tsepo. Yes, I'm also a worker here in the local municipality. And then uh, I've had uh, all the discussions we've had with my co-workers. But uh, I think that uh, the problem of the municipality arrived when they introduced the financial system. Our first problem is the financial system, whereby uh, they are still trying to deal for October last year now. So you can just imagine about our revenue uh, revenue collection is very weak because of the financial system that you are using. So as the workers, 
uh, our first mandate is that uh, we like to request to the council so that the next council meeting and uh, there must be a recommendation that this financial system must be removed and d- during the next financial year we expect the new financial system that will work both for workers and also for rich payers that are willing to pay uh, their rates. And then our second issue is that uh, we, we thought that the provincial government is bringing intervention to a municipality, but what we saw is not intervention, it's interference. Uh, we've never had a challenge of payments before, but since the introduction of, of a second man from the province since last year, October, we've been having such challenges. But uh, uh, we, we engaged Memalo the acting municipal manager, about uh, these challenges. And then he told, she told us that uh, she's having a challenge because of uh, she had to pay the lawyers, uh, uh, there were warrants and whatsoever. But you are aware as a municipality that uh, uh, those lawyers that are claiming to be uh, owned. Uh, um, uh, I think uh, millions of money, millions of friends. We are claiming uh, that money because of uh, our legal department have requested those lawyers to bring us uh, to bring us their fee structure that is in regulations and compliance with the South African Council of Law. But they are failing to do that, and all the all the the, the administrators that we had, or the second men that we had from the provincial government, they failed to comply with the legal department of the institution so that we shouldn't experience such things because of there were also letters of intending to discuss such matters at court but those letters need to be approved by the municipal Mm. manager but the acting municipal manager then you you can name them Boradina Lady, Bumalhoek and others they failed to sign um, those letters of uh, uh, requesting to discuss uh, the issues of the structures and uh, the amounts of millions that people are claiming that you are owning. All right, Tepo. Uh, we're going to have to leave it there with you for, for this morning. I think you're re-emphasizing the point about the avenues through which money is leaving the municipality through uh, the procurement of, of, of some of these services. Vincent, very briefly for me, what do you want to see happen? Who must do what now that you're calling for very briefly no uh, our view as the union is that uh, workers must get their salary as soon as yesterday national and provincial government must intervene not sending people to corrupt the municipality or to have their own business interest all right but to deal with issues of service delivery issues of workers and uh, at the, our agenda, we are saying workers must get their salary as soon as yesterday. All right, Vincent, let's leave it there. George, what must happen now, very briefly? One, uh, payment of salaries of employees. Two, there is capacity in that municipality. Uh, three, uh, let the intervention not be a, a business transaction, because all these people who are coming into assist municipalities. They are just going there to do business transaction. I think it was alluded by the fact that the appointment of the service provider who has given the financial system. And it's, it's not right. only in Mitsubota, in other municipalities also we have seen right. that where individuals from the COPTA have business interest in municipalities. And All that's right, George. When 
we're going to have to leave it there. Apologies for that. We're completely out of time. It's time for the latest 11 o'clock news update.